Brocouch University, educating the world on all things heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality. Hi, folks, and welcome to the very first Procalx University podcast. That's really exciting to be here. I mean, I, I did some talk radio on HVAC years ago. I did 550 episodes on live radio. That was just really exciting. But we decided at Procalx and Procalx University to be able to provide a podcast for people to help educate themselves. So this show is all about you. What are your wants and your needs? Um, you know, over the years that I've been in this industry, you know, there's been a lot of architects and builders and even HVAC companies and especially homeowners that have come to me and said, Tom, you know, provide us some insight, give us some feedback, tell us what your specialty is. And that's really kind of how ProCalx started our company, our main company that does HVAC design services. But then internally, we created ProCalx University to teach all of the people. We've, we've had tons of people come to us uh, to be uh, designers for our company. And we, we employ quite a few people right now uh, from engineers to just beginners, people that really have never done it before, maybe just have some AutoCAD experience. And they've come to us and they're doing some work with ProCalx. So we, we created ProCalx University to help educate them. But then we decided, wow, if, if we have all this information that we are able to provide to bring a designer from basically no knowledge to becoming a professional HVAC designer, why can't we take some of that information and allow our audience to learn from it? Because a lot of this are things that you can understand yourself and things that you can help protect you or help to put a few extra dollars in your pocket or save you some troubles and struggles by learning and educating yourself. But uh, first, let me let me tell you a little bit about who I am so you can help to understand, well, why do I want to listen to this guy? Okay. Yeah, okay, so he's done some talk radio. Yeah, so he was in the military. Yeah, so he's got his own company. But, but that that doesn't mean that you can trust me, that you understand the things I'm talking about. And so a little bit about me is, you know, 1987, got out of the military, and I landed my first job in the air conditioning industry with a company in, I hate to say this, but South Jersey, Violent, New Jersey. And I started out as a helper going down into basements and busting out with a giant sledgehammer and a face mask, these huge boilers, six foot plus tall, three, four foot wide, cast iron, just, and here you are just coming down there with a big old sledgehammer and just busting these things into tiny little pieces so I could carry them outside to then help to bring in this tiny little furnace that was about two and a half foot high by a foot wide and running all these copper pipes and everything. It was, it was, it was definitely experience, but that's what got me excited about this industry. And, and then throughout the years, I did so many things. And the funny thing is, is all these things that I did helped me to get where I am today. Very, very successful business owner, a very successful company pro calcs. And I've helped to change tens of thousands of lives with this company, which is really what excites me. But every step of the way, I, 
I focused on doing something different in the business. I became, you know, from a helper to a service technician, to an installer, to a manager, to a sales, to sales manager, to owning my own HVAC company, to working for two of the largest manufacturers of air conditioning in the world as a manufacturer's rep. Uh, I mean, I've done talk radio on it. I have, there's pretty much not a license in the HVAC industry that I either don't currently hold or haven't held at one time, um, like a CEU uh, provider for the state of Florida. I've had CEU courses that have been approved, a CEU provider, uh, a NAE proctor, and that's just getting too technical. But but the point is, is that I have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge that I want to share with you. I want to share with our listeners. And as the podcast continue, we're going to have some great episodes. Uh, this this one episode right now, besides just introducing ourselves, is about one of the biggest changes that I have seen in the HVAC industry in decades. And obviously, you know, 1987, I've been, I've been in the HVAC industry for quite a while. And this is, this is probably the biggest one that I've ever seen. And the reason I really want to talk about this, and I want this to be the very first episode that we do, is because it will affect. It's not a matter of if it's going to affect you. It will affect you. It's going to affect everybody in the United States. Now it's going to affect different people in different areas, uh, people in the Northern United States or the Western United States or the South, the South and the Southeastern United States. It's going to affect everybody differently. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that today um, and help share that with you so that as time goes on, as January 1st, 2023 is when this change is going to go into effect. And you have to educate yourself. Pass this podcast on to everybody and anybody you know that has an air conditioning, has a house. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about residential changes, but uh, make sure everybody understands this. And it's it's really easy. And we're going to give you links. You know, Sear2.com is, is just a quick and easy place to go to to find out a lot of information about what we're talking about and to help educate yourself even further. You'll be able to see uh, PowerPoints and a little video and things like that. Um, there, but you know, we're really excited. You know, Procalx is the company and Procalx is an HVAC design company. That's, that's our company. And what we do is when an architect or a builder, uh, has a set of plans and they come to us and what we do is we determine how much air conditioning that uh, building requires. We do, we select all the equipment for it. We do all the design work for it, the duct work and whatnot. And then we provide the documents that the architect and the builder or the homeowner are going to need in order to get their building permit. Uh, Now, we do work all over the United States. In fact, we've actually done work outside of the United States, Um, you know, Hawaii. And we've actually done some work in Zimbabwe and other places. So it's really exciting. And we've been we've been doing this since uh, 2015. I've actually been doing the load calculations much longer. And then ProCalc University was just kind of born out of that. Uh, so really excited to be. So let, let's let's get into the SEER 2. Now, SEER 2. Nope, we're not talking about the steak on the grill. All right. SEER 2. SEER, S as in Sam, E-E, R as in Robert, is a term which stands for Seasonal Energy Efficiency Ratio. Now you might hear some people call it rating, um, 
But what, what that basically is, it's, it's kind of a way to determine for the amount of energy your air conditioning uses, what you're getting out of it, like your car. How far am I going to go based on how much or little gas am I going to use? Like gas mileage in your car, miles per gallon. So SEER rating, the higher that number, like gas mileage in a car, the less energy your system is going to use to do the same job. So that was the old standard. And in order to do the, the SEER, which is seasonal, what they do is they take the ups and downs. So you're going to have some months where the temperatures are much lower outside You're going to, and the humidity. You're going to have some months where the, the temperature outside is much higher and the humidity is much higher. If, if you live in an area that uh, has high humidity, you know, we're in uh, sunny South Florida. We, we have no humidity in South Florida. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. You walk out on a 85 degree day and you think that it's going to be beautiful and you walk out and it's like somebody hits you with uh, like walking through a waterfall. It's uh, it gets so bad down here. Um, but you know, those, those all come into effect. But the, the problem with that years ago, which is why they're making this change, calling it SEER and then the number two, is one of the things that, that they didn't really take into consideration was, all right, we, we put this equipment in, a, in a, an enclosed environment and, and we do all these fancy things to it to come out with this SEER rating. But wait, if I'm taking this product and I'm not putting it in this perfectly generated building and I'm putting it out in the field and I'm having millions of different people with different standards and different ideas and different thoughts install it. Well, that sear is, is not going to come out the same at all. I mean, it's like taking a, I, let's just say a Toyota car and, and the manufacturer builds it, but then uh, they have these car kits that they send to somebody else and somebody else builds it. I, I guarantee you that both of those cars are going to run differently, have different, you know, efficiencies and miles per gallon and everything because different people are doing different things. And so what the new SEER 2 standard is doing is it's taking more real world conditions into consideration in order to come up with this rating. And the, the tough part about this is, is it's mandatory. The Department of Energy, as of January 1st, 2023, is forcing all the manufacturers to make this change. Now, in the past, the changes were typically, okay, we're going to make this change on January 1st, and then you can't actually manufacture the product, but um, you can... Whatever you have in stock, we can still keep selling it until it's all done. Or then they had this thing where when they change refrigerant in order to get away with it is, okay, the manufacturer can still build the product, the old equipment with the old R22, but they couldn't put any refrigerant in it from the manufacturer. So people were buying units with no refrigerant in it and then adding refrigerant in the field. And that was a loophole to get around the thing. But with this new change, this SEER 2 change, that, that can't happen. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a few minutes. So some of the terms, again, don't want to get too technical. SEER 2, S-E-E-R. And then you have E-E-R 2. And, and what the difference is, is E-E-R without the S basically takes the seasons out of the equation. It is factored on a constant temperature. 
Okay, so constant 95 degrees outside, uh, constant temperature inside, and it doesn't fluctuate with the seasons. So uh, that, that's that's one of the biggest things. Now, the test procedures that we're talking about to kind of look at real world changes. Again, I don't want to get really technical, but test procedures for the old seer that is a thing called static pressure. Static pressure is basically the pressure that the air is putting as it goes through the duct system in your, in your house is, is how much pressure it's pushing out. So, you know, it, like blowing into a balloon. If you, if you push enough air through it, the balloon expands. Well, that's static pressure inside that balloon, which is pushing and expanding uh, that, that balloon out. So, but in the real world, the static pressures are much higher than what the old test procedures were. Test procedures were 0.1 to maybe like a 0.2 static pressure. Um, again, try not to get too technical. But on the other side, with the new test procedures for the SEER 2, they've realized that the duct systems today and the air that has to push is that there is a lot more pressure in those ducts for the equipment which then reduced the efficiency rating, the sear rating of the equipment. So once it got to the field, it was no longer an, a sear 12 or 13 or 14. It was automatically much less. So with the new test procedure, they've over doubled that to a 0.5 static pressure, which is a more realistic world condition once it's installed. Now they've also changed some of the temperature conditions uh, that they want, like for instance, the the old procedure was the coldest test temperature was 17 degrees, and for the heating uh, load beginning at 65 degrees, and on the new one they're actually going down to five degrees, and the heating load beginning at 55 degrees. Again, a little technical that I want to get, but just if you like technical stuff, go to seer2.com. And it's really going to break this stuff down for you. But if you just type in SEER2 in Google, you will find just all kinds of manufacturers and whatnot that have created their own PowerPoint presentations and videos and whatnot. So just tons of information. Help you to educate yourself to prepare. If you like technical, great. If you don't like technical, then I, I wouldn't bother too much about it. Now, what this means is, let's just say, well, how, how is that going to compare? Let, well, let me give you a for instance is with the old sear rating, let, let's say a 16 sear, which is kind of a good midline efficiency rating. With the new sear 2 ratings, it's probably going to bring that 16 down to a 15.2. So, so think about this concept. So all these years that people have been buying 16 sear equipment, which when I was I had my own air conditioning company and where I was out selling for other air conditioning companies, 16 sear was kind of the, the, the thing you really wanted to recommend to people because it wasn't too high. It didn't bring you into really super special equipment like two-stage or inverters or whatnot, um, but it also wasn't too low. So it gave them a nice benefit in between. So that means that basically with this new sear 2, that technically all those systems that we were installing and whatnot before uh, really weren't 16 sear after they were installed because of all those static pressures and changes and whatnot. So th that's huge. That's just, to me, that's just absolutely mind-blowing. Um, so I really think, even though this is a tough, tough process, I really think it's the right thing to do. We also have a lot of homes that have what's called a heat pump. And a heat pump is just basically, the inside equipment is, is, is almost identical, nothing really the same. 
but with a heat pump, the outside unit, which is called the condenser, has a little device in it called a reversing valve, and it just reverses the flow of refrigerant to allow the system to start heating instead of just cooling. You know, maybe later shows we'll get into some more technical stuff about heat pumps and straight cool, but not on this show. So with that, that is, that's called, instead of a SEER, which is for air conditioning, this is called an HSPF, Harry Sam Paul Fred, Heating Season Performance Factor, okay? Basically like SEER, but for the heating mode. Well, now they're going to be going to an HSPF 2. So that'll be coming up as well. Now, let, let's talk about the, the, the places that are going to be affected by this. Pretty much the the, the northern states, um, kind of from uh, maybe uh, Montana and Ohio and places, you know, all up in that area. And again, you can go to seer2.com or some other lo- locations on Google, and they actually have really good maps of which locations. And then we have the western uh, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, California, those areas uh, have their own. Uh, and then the Southeast. Now, the difference is the Southeast, Texas to Florida, and then up into like the New, uh, I think New Jersey, no, not New Jersey, um, but you'll see it on the map. Uh, you know, North Carolina, Texas, Virginia, places like that. As of January 1st, you cannot buy, you cannot install, you cannot do anything. Manufacturers, AC companies, if they have old SEER equipment, can't use it, can't install it, can't anything. However, the Northern, there are, from what has been told so far, they are allowing the manufacturers and uh, the air conditioning companies to work through the inventory they have and then from moving on from there. So still nothing can be sold, can't sell any new equipment, and it will be illegal to install illegal to install that equipment sear old sear equipment in 2023 that's that's the big thing is in the past they've, there's been workarounds and you never know somebody might come up with some kind of workaround down the road because again we still got a few months to go um, and there might be some things uh, we work with a big builder and a big builder has been um, been just really hitting home with this for the past few months that we've been working with them and some big manufacturers that is, has been really great for us to help them out. You, you really, really need to look into this wherever you are in the United States, you need to find that map and then you need to research the specific local, because as you know, with everything, you know, the, the, the government department of energy may come up with all these big, you know, federal rules and whatnot, but there's always somebody, there's always a state or a politician or somebody somewhere that finds a way or finds a loophole to overcome it. So make sure you take this information and do your research, find out from your local department, what's going to be the effect of it. Find out from your local uh, building inspectors or your HVAC companies or whatnot. Now, most likely most of your HVAC companies, I hate to say it, most of them probably aren't going to know much about this. Um, or even if they know a little bit about it, they're not going to know in depth the rules and regulations. So educate yourself. Go to the Department of Energy website. There's tons of stuff on there about SEER 2. And I think that it will really help you out. I'm, I'm excited about the change. 
I, I really am. I'm excited about Sear 2 change. I think it's great. Yes, it's going to be tough on the industry. And, and what this means, the biggest thing for the manufacturers is, think about this. There are millions of combinations of air conditioning. When I say combination, they, they combine the inside unit with the outside unit and it gets a special rating. So you can have the same outside unit and just change the inside unit and it's going to have a different rating. But now the manufacturers have to change every model number, every single solitary combination that, that is within this wheelhouse of, of air conditioning splits, um, package units and heat pumps. Every one of them is going to have to be reevaluated to determine the efficiency ratings, the SEER ratings on these, and the HSPF2 ratings and the EER ratings. I, I would not want to be a manufacturer at this point in time because it just it, it's just unfathomable the amount of work that these people have to go through and it's tough but as the years go on just like building components you know 15 20 years ago i mean having a triple pane window was pretty much unheard of or argon filled double pane uh low e vinyl windows i mean the stuff that that, that we're coming up with to help increase the efficiencies of homes so that you use less energy. It's, it's just mind boggling. So I really want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the podcast today and, 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 and get, take this information again, every podcast that we do, I don't want you to take everything I say as black and white. I want you to take it. And then I want you to educate yourself on it. I want you to do your own research. I, I was always big about this on my talk show before. And when I went out and said, listen, I, you know, I, I want there to be a trust between us, but I also want you, you know, they say knowledge is power. I, I disagree with that because I can give you all the knowledge in the world, but if you're not taught how to use that knowledge, that knowledge is worthless. So take the knowledge learn how to use it. We'll talk more in the, in the podcast coming up. We'll talk more about this information. Uh, I don't want to overwhelm you. Uh, in one podcast, we're going to be doing tons and tons of podcasts that you'll be able to stay tuned for. We're going to be, we're going to be putting these on all the different streaming sites. Uh, they'll be on our website as well. Procalcsuniversity.com, Procalcs.net right now for this first one, we'll, we'll end up going onto our website along with other streaming apps that uh, stream podcasts. So I want to thank each and every one of you for uh, coming in and listening to the podcast today and celebrating our very first ProCalx University podcast and uh, taking this information in about SEER 2. So thank you again, folks. God bless. And I hope everybody has an absolutely amazing day, but make it a great day. ProCalx University, educating the world on all things heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality.